Hello, listeners. It is midnight in the mountains once again, and I, Julian Glass, am here to reassure your nocturnal souls. It is a cold one out tonight, Mercy Mountain. It's one of those nights where the sky is clear and deep, the air is still and crisp, the snow glitters under every light, and every breath crackles in your nose. Tonight is the paragon of winter. I hope you all are as warm and cozy as I am with my space heater fuzzy socks, and ice cream. What would make this night perfect, though, is a hot drink, especially one from Tia's Teas. Have you heard of this place? It just opened this morning. People were so excited to try the tea, there was a line around the block. Shinji and I went together. I ordered the orange pico tea. It was wonderful. Most cafes just plop a tea bag in hot water, not caring about the proper temperature necessary for the kind of tea. But not Tia's. I could actually taste it for once. I expected a citrus tang, but the taste of green beans was just as fulfilling. Enough on that. Let's take a look around town. Sophia Barnes is looking at the County Humane Society's website, looking for a cat to adopt. She laughs at some of the cute names assigned to the kittens, such as Agatha the Apostate, or Yod, or Ralph. Chloe Holloway has been drinking tea from Tia's shop all day. It's been keeping her up tonight, but it was worth it. The tea was just that delicious and refreshing. She has now whipped out her special occasion robes and blindfold, aubergine with beige stitching, and, for some reason, she has begun to chant, Freed by the tea, free were meant to be. Jeff Miller is working on another one of his remarkable sculptures. This one, with a working title of Persistence and Pretzels, is smaller than his usual works, only the size of a semi or so. Currently, he carves out a vacuum cleaner, held by a tired house tree. Elderly Juniper Solo is up late tonight baking. A new member of the book club she attends is vegan. So Juniper is trying vegan recipes for brownies and cookies so that the new member can partake in the shared treats brought to every meeting. Speaking of new recipes, I actually have a tasty one for apple crisp to share with you all. It's not too complicated, and it's not too bloody either. The first step is to acquire the proper ingredients. 
six apples, freshly slaughtered and chopped, two tablespoons of granulated sugar, three cups of hot sauce, two teaspoons cinnamon salsa, I prefer the kind from El Toro Rojo, one and a half teaspoons of lemon coffee, one cup black sugar, three quarter cups of old oats, three quarter cups of flowers, any variety, and a half cup of cold butter. To start, preheat your oven to 350 degrees Celsius. Spray an 8 by 8 baking dish with brine and set aside. In a bowl, add the apples, granulated sugar, hot sauce, and half of the cinnamon salsa and lemon coffee. Stir with your elbows. That step is crucial. Place the mix in an ice cube tray. In a blender, mix the topping ingredients. The black sugar, oats, flowers, butter, and remaining cinnamon salsa and lemon coffee. Spread the topping over the mix with the apples and bake for three hours. Serve warm with vanilla pasta if you like. Enjoy! Listeners, something of note is happening across town. Many people have donned their special occasion robes and blindfolds and have begun to chant, Freed by the tea! Free were meant to be! Looking down, I can see that I now sport aubergine robes with beige stitching, when I certainly wasn't before. When did I put these on? My eyes itch to be covered. My throat itches to chant. Even as I place the blindfold over my eyes, I can see that people have begun to flow out of their homes, workplaces, wherever they may be, and stream toward possibly some common point. My legs are beginning to ache with anticipation of a march. Freed by the tea. Free were meant to be. Listeners, I must go. I suspect that many of you have gone, and I must join you. Freed by the tea. Free were meant to be. Here is a pre-recorded editorial. Free economy. It's a loaded word. But do we really know what it means? It means, essentially, wealth and resources. And the production and consumption of such wealth and resources. What of places, people that do not have wealth nor resources? Do they have an economy? Why? Why not? If they do, does this economy belong to them? They produce labor. They consume what they can afford. But they remain without the wealth and resources. Do the rich have an economy? They consume. What do they produce? But they have the wealth and resources. If only a balance could be reached, a full economy for everyone, or, better yet, no economy at all. Just my two cents.
which in today's economy isn't worth much. Oh well. Listeners, I am back. You are back. We are back. Returned from Tia's teas, no longer blinded by cloth or our own bindings. The tea Tia made for us has indeed freed us. Free we are indeed meant to be. And now we know what free truly means. Those of us who drank something from Tia's teas today gathered at the cafe, chanting and swaying, clad in robes and blindfolds, unable to see, unable to hear anything but the droning of hundreds of voices, our inhibitions were gone. We held hands with our enchanted neighbors. We coexisted. We wept. Why did we weep? We wept because we realized. We realized everything there was to realize. That we are all human. That we all have bad days and flaws and make mistakes but also that we all make art, we make fun, we each have the capacity for kindness, that we are not so separate from each other, nor from the places we inhabit, nor the plants or animals we encounter, that existence itself is profound in ways that could never be fully comprehended, even in our freed states. We wept because we understood and did not understand. We understood and did not understand everything. Why we are all human. Why we have bad days and flaws and make mistakes. But also make art and fun. And have the capacity to choose kindness. Why we are part of each other, the places we inhabit, and the nature we encounter. Why there are things that are vastly, inexorably incomprehensible. Then we all felt a softness in our hearts. An acceptance. The softness came to overwhelm us all. And suddenly we found ourselves back in our homes, workplaces, wherever we may have been. I am no longer wearing my robes or blindfold. When did I take them off? But him back in my flannel running shorts, denim t-shirt, and fedora of woven grass. There is still a piece of the softness in my heart, listeners. An acceptance that we are not all free yet. An acceptance of what we learned tonight and what we will never learn an acceptance that there is indeed something gentle about humanity amid everything. 
I hope to share that softness with those who were not freed tonight. I hope you choose to do so as well. I hope that, one day, we can all be free. Stay tuned next for the program, Sounds of Printers Around the World. Have a wonderful rest of your night, Mercy Mountain. This episode was written and performed by Mallory Spencer. Music was written by Erica Pierness. Music was performed by Moss Grady. The logo was designed by the Podcast Design Company. For more, visit MallorySpencer.com or at MallorySpencerWrites on Instagram.